Do you know my biggest challenge right now in life, Josh, is spelling. Spelling. I mean, I'm just, I'm trying to send a simple email. Spelling. I can't spell. And the autocorrect isn't correcting it the right way. So mm. then, because I've spelled it wrong for so long, it's, it's convinced my, that my phone is like, I guess that's how you spell it. Yeah, he knows best. It's a big day. I'm back in studio. Good I, morning. It's great to see you. I am so sorry about how crazy the last one, two, three show days has gone. Well, and, and technically, you go back almost a week now. On Wednesday, I thought, oh, man, we're going to have this show for media day. And the response was, yeah, it's not really how this is going to go. Nothing anyone did bad, just, again, me over-assuming. So that kind of made Wednesday's show a little challenging. Thursday, OU's playing at, what was that, 11, was it 11 a.m. on Thursday? Oh, no, I'm sorry. It was uh, it was 2. It was 2. So we were able to do a couple of hours from out at USA Softball Hall of Fame Stadium. Friday becomes a wash because Thursday night got washed out. And then I'm – question. I've yes, played. yes, back of the class. Whose brilliant idea is it to put a game – at noon Eastern, 11 a.m. Central Time on a Monday. And did we do this last year? And I'm just forgetting. Did we do this show last year? I don't remember if we did. Or, if we did this show last year, then we need to find that tape. Just play and it. And just play it today and kick our feet up and catch up with what's going on off the air. But I, if they did, I don't remember. And listen, don't make fun of me. I have completely forgotten what I had for dinner last night. So I just... I loved Patty Gasso's idea as we welcome you into the Plank Show. Just coming in hot with some softball hot takes right off the top. Everything <laughs> everything the NCAA has done with softball has been really, I think, really good. I, I think they're, I think they listen to their, and, and try to take things from their coaches and make the sport better. Now, we can we can complain all we want about where Oklahoma was in start times and things of that nature, that's fine. Um, I, I'm, I'm here for it if you want to. But in adding the extra two days to the tournament and giving the off day before the start of the championship series, uh, I think it's a, a really, really good plan. But there is one tweak that needs to be made. I think it's a simple one. Don't make Monday a potential day of four games. Make Monday that 2 o'clock, 6 o'clock start time if you want, 3, 7, whatever. And the teams that have to be – the teams that have to win once, you know, they're basically in a spot to where if they go ahead and win, they get that Tuesday off. But if they lose, then don't play the second game as a doubleheader. Do it on Tuesday. And that way – there's a benefit to winning that first game, and you might see less people try ridiculous strategies, pitching-wise and things of that nature. I don't know. But could you imagine not having that, that we had yesterday, that? I'm not complaining. I, it worked out fine, and it was a great day, and I've never, and I mean ever, had more people hitting up. Oh, I can't believe this. I, I'm watching. I'm listening to you. It's crazy. What's going on? It's amazing. It was one of the Biggest reactions I ever got during a game outside of the 17 inning game in 2017. It was cool how many people were tuned in and all the storylines. But it was also 1 o'clock in the afternoon by that point. 
or 130. You know, could you imagine if that was, you know, five o'clock, prime time, eight? I mean, that would have been one of the most amazing stories on a night in sports. And nothing else was going on. I mean, right? NBA didn't play because I, I guess they're walking to to Miami. This is my favorite joke for how long the breaks are between games between the Hugget, uh, Heats and the Nuggets. I mean, was baseball was on last night, but again, no knock. We're still in June, very early in the season. Stanley Cup final. Oh uh, yeah, lost. But I would take. I'd say, all right, let's go. They'll also a part of the ESPN network as well. So uh. I don't know the. I mean, it didn't air on ESPN, though. So. Oh, it didn't? What was it on last night? I don't night? think so. I think it was on, like, TNT or something, wasn't it? I was I was in the midst of the Florida State-Tennessee debacle last night, so my mind was not on the Stanley Cup. But you guys up to zip? That, to zip. Congratulations. With that in mind. But that would have been the competition. Could you, could you imagine? And it's – I don't know if it's just dumb luck that it worked out where – Oklahoma got stuck in that early sesh through the whole tournament. But I really feel like there were a couple of moments that would have been great to be on ABC or in a primetime spot. And those moments, unfortunately, uh, were a marred by a ridiculous pitching strategy on Saturday. I know. I'm not here to fight about it. I know everyone's got their side of it. And then, you know, you add to it the possibility that you would have to play a second game but yet I just think that needs to be on Tuesday. I don't think you should – as Coach said, I'm going to play the cut for you here in a bit. I hate to come in like – I'm not really complaining, but I am because it's just – I hate it that that game didn't get more exposure than what it got based on when it was played. That's it. And I hate that so many people couldn't go, even though – let's go, man. I mean, that was wild to see how many people were there. We were talking about it before we went on the air. Uh, there's still tickets available. You can get them for 20 bucks, whatever. Let me tell you something. Those tickets got gobbled up pretty quick. A fun day. All right. Uh, I got some Kenny Gajewski audio. He was just on Big 12 this morning that I think softball fans would enjoy. How about this run? How about this run? We'll talk some sooner softball. You can hit us up on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line, 405-651-3439. We're still in this era where for some reason, for some reason, man, people really don't like to watch female athletes do things that they're okay with male athletes doing. I've come to that conclusion. It's not everyone. It's a small faction. I Well, might be a larger faction than I thought. I'll give one of our buddies that listens to the show. He's he's covers softball for another team. I'll just leave it at that. He's been blowing me up. Oh, I can't the disrespect and this and that. Slamming the bat on a walk. I just and now on an intentional walk. And I I replied to him and I said, Why does it bother you so much? Why does it bother you? Is it because Oklahoma's good? <laughs> yeah, you're sick of watching OU right. win. It, or or is it a deeper issue to where we look back at the reaction to the Angel Reese, Caitlin Clark, and the outrage about, oh, look at her talking trash. You can't do that. Is it, you know, we see a guy pimp a home run. For both, Angel Reese and Clark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Thank you. 
Look at you coming to defense of your Hawkeye. Good call. Good call. Well, in, in a it way, was. Angel Reese, though, yeah, yeah, because yeah. – I, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. But, I mean, to me, we'll make f- – Make fun of, take a cheap shot, call a guy a punk if he has an extra bat flip or takes too much time running around the bases. But that's just where it's not like that punk, whatever. F you or whatever, right? Yeah. Whenever it's a a burrito bat slam or, you know, I don't think we've had a bat toss since Samantha Shaw at Oklahoma State. <laughs> but whether it's a bat toss or whatever, it's, oh, how dare they? What? Where do they get away with that? I just think that is so wrong. I'm just, there's emotions and energy and female, women, sports too. And I just, the the reaction, like I said, I, I don't, maybe it's also because it is Oklahoma. Because if you've been paying attention, every team does it, and it's a constant part of the game. The Stanford left fielder was waving Jennings back to the bench Whenever she struck her out. I mean, it's just, it's the game. It's fun. There's no fights. So, what, what, I mean, help me understand today why that continues to be a point. Because, like I said, you tell me that it's OU and they're winning. And if this was another team, it'd just be like, nah. But since it's OU and it's 51 and they're in the championship series and they're winning every game, it's magnified. Oh, I, I don't think it? there's any doubt okay. that that's a factor here at all. It, the hate is building for Oklahoma. And if, if there wasn't already quite a bit of it, which there was, it grows each time you win and each time you get this ultimate prize. Oklahoma, Plank, is a definite favorite here, mm-hmm. obviously. They're probably going to win this. It'd be a shock if they did not. Not to put any bad juju out there for you, but just it is what it is. And then you know what? They're going to be the favorite next year too. So when you've got both of those two forces at work, People are looking for any reason to dislike Oklahoma. Do you know Jada Coleman's been committed to or had been committed to Oklahoma since she was in the eighth grade? Did you know that? I was digging yesterday. We were having a Ryan Radke, our buddy at Westwood One, had asked if uh, if it was between Oklahoma and Texas who she chose between, and I thought, you know what? I don't even know. And we started digging through in her history, and she had committed. She's like, I don't play for Oklahoma when she was in eighth grade. Now, the rules have changed a little bit since then. But it just – I mean, it just shows – my point is these aren't just people that are here because they're ring chasers. These are players who are here because they fell in love with Oklahoma. If you want – all right, here you go. If you want that, like, passionate where people on, in recruiting will always be like, oh – we shouldn't have to do all that. They want to play for the interlocking OU. It matters to them. Boss, Selmans, they want to be a Sooner. We shouldn't have to worry about NIL, right? That mindset that some people have. The program's greater than the bag is right, greater right. than the NFL opportunity, et cetera, et cetera. You get that here. Now, don't get me wrong. There's some really, really awesome NIL opportunities, and Oklahoma is, is very competitive in the NIL market in softball because – of uh, a leader who embraces it and because of an administration that works hard, Toby Baldwin, to make sure that Patty Gasso has that NIL ability to sell to recruits or in that reward her players that are there too. And I'd imagine a fan base that cares a lot about it. So I'm not trying to just dismiss that, 
But, you know, you're talking about players who had been committed to Oklahoma since they were in grade school. That's how much this means to them. So if that's if that's one of those nostalgia feels you have in in Oklahoma and in football recruiting, kind of get that here in softball. It's one of the cool stories. I mean, it's a faith-based program, people. Patty Gasso gets emotional every single time she talks about what this team is doing. But holy smokes, man, the reaction out there is just, ow, they've got a 10th person on the field with the umpires. Like, settle down, Hutch. Go burn a heater and enjoy retirement. Yeah, that I just I still don't get that from her. I, I, there was no good to come of that. Across the board, too. That was a mistake. I I, I don't know. It's just, t- to me, I wish, I, I guess I wish everyone loved them as much as, as I love them. Yeah, well, <laughs> I forget about that. I, I, I wish you could, I wish you could step back and see the, the Bible studies. I wish you could step back and see the, the kids that they still are when they see their parents or when they're out to dinner. I mean, I wish, I wish you could see the passion they have for softball. I mean, they're just not in the sidelines and in the dugouts going, yeah, we're good. It's fine. I mean, they're studying when they, I'll share this. Was it Florida state that threw the extra pitchers at him first? I, that's my recollection in 2023. I think it was. <laughs> yeah, that sounds, and then, uh, they would have been one of the first if they weren't first. And then Texas tech in the weekend, Hold on a second. Is this real? The breaking news that just hit in the golf world? Or is that old? Uh, what did I miss? It said the PGA and Live is merging. No. No way, right? That, that had to be some sort of prank. I, yeah, I, I don't know about that. All right. Well, anyway, I want to – we're talking about the different pitchers, the different pitchers that are out there whenever – you had so it's real. Here's a yeah, a merger. Wow, huh? How about that? All right, that's real. We'll get to it after the break. Wow. Okay, that's wild. But when Texas Tech threw six different pitchers, right, and it was a close game, it was like a three zip game, four zip game, something like that. I watched as you know Grace Lyons went in there and said, "All right, here's what we're gonna do, uh, Coach. What do you think about us splitting this up?" I mean, it's just. If you could see the passion that they have for the game and how much they, they put into it, I think whenever a moment like a walk weren't an overly excited Alyssa Brito slams her bat as she runs down to first base or you know Jada Coleman gets intentionally walked and a fire-up her teammate slams the bat. They're not doing it to say, in your face, bleep you, our Stanford. They're doing it for each other. And I just – I wish you – I wish you could see that. I wish everyone could see that. And that way, this disdain and this hate that permeates beyond the Sooner Nation for the success of Sooner softball, I think would become embraced. Because you know what we need more in life? Awesome stories. We need good people. But yet we're stuck in a society where we'd rather beat people down. Boy, I'm really getting on a bully pulpit today. Anyway, the point is, you want to undercut instead of celebrate. And as long as that's the case, I guess we'll just deal with it. And y'all got to work on being better. Because you ain't going to beat them anytime soon. Yeah. Hate OU for winning, but don't hate them for their passion for the game. Right. I think is the... Now, do we have some... F- oh, I'm sorry. I cut you off. Go ahead. No. I mean, that's the crux of it, though, right? Is no, you're right. Keep the same energy for women that you, you have for men in sports. 
And if you want to hate Oklahoma, hate Oklahoma, but don't hate them because they are passionate about trying to win. Right. My – ding, ding, ding. I guess I did a pretty good job then putting that all together if you took that from those Absolutely. Rambling. I just – I can't tell you how angry it makes me when I get on social media and I see the way you talk about this incredible group of women. I just – you know, it was funny because I was in trouble last night, Josh, and we got to get to this breaking news because whenever I got home, I sat outside and was just kind of, when I get done with games, I want to catch up on what Patrick posted and, you know, see how badly I kicked every call that's out there, you know, listen to a few things. And so I got home last night and I got in trouble because it's like, you were like out in your office for an hour when you got home, what, what's going on? And I didn't really have the... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? A cojones, to be honest with my wife, that I was getting ready to fight with people on social media because of what they were saying about Sooner softball. There's about 800 drafts in my Twitter draft right now. But I'm just going through this, and in my mind I'm like, how, how can you say that about these people? They're everything that's right about the sport. They're everything that's right about life. And we're just like, oh, bleep them. Whatever. Slamming a bat. It's just a walk. It's just a walk. Gator bait. All right. Let's talk uh, breaking news when we come back. So this is real. Yeah, this this looks like it's real. So P- PGA Live Golf and the DP World Tour are merging. Which, if you're like, wait a second, what's DP World Tour? Old European Tour. Oh. Just renamed. So, yeah, that, that would be uh, the three major ones for sure. Mm. So we'll get into the details of that next. Plus... More from yesterday. We'll hear from Patty Gass. All Kenny Gajewski had some interesting stuff to say earlier today on Sirius XM Radio. We'll share that. And I, it was funny. As soon as I brought up Jacob Lacey yesterday, all of the, oh, he's not playing. Oh, he's hurt. Oh, do I hear me. Parker said, I'm, like, I'm just telling you that he's a guy that is inevitably going to be in a Sooner uniform. Sure. I think he's got a chance to be pretty good. Transferred he here from... Notre Dame. I mean, I if you guys could have watched the text line, it was hilarious. Lacey's hurt. Lacey's hurt. hurt. He's hurt. He's hurt. I'm like, I, I don't think he's going to play, Plank. I, it's like, yeah, well, I mean, it's June, y'all. I mean, let's – I'm done. When this dude plays, I'm excited about what he can potentially bring. Let's break. We'll come back. We'll talk about this big merger, plus more from the College World Series on the ref. Every so often, I, I, I get worried whenever you step out. That you played like an unclean version of the song and all of a sudden just F-bombs are going to start being sprayed everywhere. <laughs> but you do check it. I'm, it's not a lack of trust. It's just my own personal No, I, I understand. There's some serious anxiety. It, I haven't opened up the text line yet. I'm kind of afraid to. Have you looked at it? <laughs> no, I haven't, but we've gotten responses. Okay, well, let's don't don't look at it yet. I'll wait till let's during the break. Mentally prepared. I want I got to have another debrief with uh, Tyler McComas. Hey Tyler, I remembered the uh, I remember the video this week. I didn't forget the video. You got thumbs up. Do you realize I got a I got a wild Facebook memory the other day before we hit the breaking news. <clears throat> I don't even know and didn't even know I got these. But here was a Facebook memory that popped up on my timeline from ten years ago on the fourth. This was June fourth of twenty thirteen. Now remember, I don't I don't Facebook much. Usually when I do, it's some sort of 
happy birthday or family announcement or something. Yeah, you're just there to lurk. I, I am there to lurk and see how Lisa Forstein and <laughs> right, uh, and things are going with her family. Basically, just just checking out, checking in on everybody. Yeah, from high school. Uh, right. I mean, we got thirty year reunion. I mean, how hard do I have to train for this thing coming up this summer? Will I look better than Robbie Prangy? Is Solomon Conrad going to be more high profile than I am? There's a lot of things, Josh, that go into Facebook for me. Indeed. But it said, proud to have called a few. Gosh, I'm such a horrible writer. Proud to have called a few of OU softball games this season. Amazing group of people. And Coach Gasso is the absolute best. Congrats to the national champs. That was from June 4th of 2013. Boy, that was really pre-trying to get clout, too. I was really kissing up to Coach Gasso back then, wasn't I? 100%. Did you get any likes? I don't know if it shows it after 10 years ago how many can, likes it Can you it click got. on that? And- Hold on. I took a screenshot of it. This would involve us going down a Facebook rabbit hole of notifications <laughs> that I don't know if I'm ready for on this <laughs> Tuesday morning. Indeed. May- maybe next week. Maybe next week. That's cool, though. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's wild Pretty to wild, think about. Right? Hit me with the breaking news. What's going on? How did this happen? Did you expect this? Was this rumored? No. I mean, you speculated about it just because it seemed like at some point you'd you'd want all of golf's biggest stars back together, right? right? So you'd speculate it. But there was no report that any sort of middle ground was close, that the powers that be of the Live Tour and the PGA Tour were meeting to resolve any issues. There was none of that. But uh, the news – Today, the PGA Tour, Live Golf, and the DP World Tour have merged to, quote, unify the game of golf, end quote. It was announced this morning as part of the merger, the Public Investment Fund, which owns Live Golf, signed an agreement to combine its golf-related commercial businesses and rights with the PGA Tour and the DP World Tour. Mm. New entity with the name to be announced will be a collectively owned for-profit entity to ensure that all stakeholders benefit from a model that delivers maximum excitement and competition among the game's best players, end quote. So, there's, I mean, it sounds like the PGA Tour is going to be rebranded. I got a lot of gear, Josh. I don't know if I'm, if I'm cool with that. What does is, what is the Bry man think about it? Have we talked to boss man Brian Vineyard about <laughs> haven't, it? Haven't heard anything do from you Brian guys, yet. Do you guys have a Slack or a group chat? Oh, we, for we do. Yeah, oh, yeah. Should we get a Slack for this show? Like you, me, and we can add a couple trusted advisors in that mix. If you want to put a Discord together, I don't know what that means. See, I get confused between Slack, Discord, and everything else. I just like the the interface a little bit better in Discord, but I'm good with either one. We'll we'll take potential memberships at some point on the text line. And also, hopefully nobody from the the College Wires is listening, but we use Slack, and if I'm – I'd have to turn notifications on (laughs) – (laughs) <laughs> I am not dissing on the program that you use and support. But if you want to do it like this, I'm more than happy to. All right, so but this wasn't something I I'm a little bit shocked right now. I thought that this would be the kind of story that you know, you kind of cut into your taped programmings at the ESPNs of the world. I mean, I the PGA Tour is merged with Live and it doesn't really seem like yet it's creating too much in a, a, of a dent in the sports community. Now, I'm sure it is in the golf community, right? Listen to this. In addition, the public investment fund will make a capital investment into the new entity to facilitate its growth and 
success. What's that number look like, you think? It's large, I would imagine. The new entity will implement a game, uh, will implement a plan to grow these combined commercial businesses, drive greater fan engagement, and accelerate growth initiatives already underway. With Live Golf in the midst of its second groundbreaking season, the PGA <laughs> Tour, DP World Tour, and the Public Investment Fund will work together to best feature and grow team golf going forward. Boy, uh, there's there's some different language in there uh, about the public investment fund and the lift tour. Suddenly, groundbreaking season. Interesting. I, I your favorite uh, Twitter user, your favorite Twitter user, Clay Travis. I thought had a very interesting point. Josh loves Clay. I, I nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm I'm hot and cold on Clay. Okay. Some things, uh, some things I agree with. Well, this one's uh, this is just a point that Clay makes, and we'll break and move on. And then I'll open up the text line during this commercial break and see how it's going. But, Clay Travis, this is the first insurgent sports league in major sports to force a merger since the AFL and the NFL nearly 60 years ago. Wow. Yeah, Think about that. That's first a good point. successful merger. Because there wasn't that where the NBA brought on some ABA teams, and I don't really – USFL, we're not watching on Sundays, and the New Jersey Generals are taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. So the USFLs have been, at least if in the infant stages of it, in, in round one, wanted to be insurgent. That's wild. I guess live wins in the end. Are people going to question the connection to the Saudis for the PGA Tour now, Josh? Or? It doesn't seem like it. No. 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 be some backtracking from fans on that front. Money's pretty amazing, isn't it? All right, quick break. Anything else you want to add to this? I know you've been perusing over, and I'm, you're, well, it's, you're, it's live. You're having to react to it live on the air from this kind of shocking story. Sure, but, I mean, ultimately, golf fans win. I think uh, the best players in the world win and fans win because when you've got major championships that clearly the, the last major championship, a live golfer and Brooks Kepka won, in the previous major you had multiple live uh, players, Reed and Mickelson and – Kepka again, that were right there on the doorstep of winning it. You want the best players competing against each other on a regular basis, and now this is going to make that happen again. So, And, and everybody's going to get what they want, right? Everybody's going to get a bigger piece of the bag, which is why Mickelson and others left to begin with. Quick break. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line is next. It's the ref right here on the Home Sooner Fan. You know who's really smart on golf? Josh Helmer. I do know. You know who else is really smart in golf? Steel man. The steel man. He was talking about the he was talking about the purse increase in the PGA this year. Like Hovlin made what two point six this weekend? The elevated events have been a necessary big time change. <laughs> I'm still going through all the texts. And I Is it pretty good? I, it's it's pretty good. There there's a, there, there's nothing bad in here. There's a few, hey, I think I disagree with that, and that's fine. But <laughs> Drew Suter did make me laugh where he said, does this mean the golf snobs are loosening up? Does that mean the players get to wear shorts? 5808 had me in tears here on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. He writes, Clay's wrong again. Not true. WCW to WWE. (laughs) Yeah, we didn't really – we never really got a a good good storyline – out of WCW, WWF, did we? Uh, and then uh, the 405 writes, what about the Kenny Gajewski interview? I've been waiting in my car for 20 minutes to listen to it. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. 
You're gonna have to wait twenty more. No, no, no. Let me let me just. Fl- at, I'm making. Don't put him in timeout. Let's hear from I, Kenny. No, no, no. I am making. I'm, be, I'm being nice. You're right. I've teased that a lot, and I think it's. I think it's interesting. So we, we have a problem on this program right here, you and I. It's like, all right, and coming up. I'll, next. I'll get to that. And then two days later, I'm like, <laughs> did we just did we, tease that last ever, segment? Did we ever talk about that? We we need to have. And I, by the way, just so people realize, I'll write down what I tease. I mean, it's right here on a sheet of paper. So I'll write. It, I was like, hey, get to Gajewski. Kenny Gajewski was asked this morning about Oklahoma in the championship series. And whether or not he's rooting for OU or the Big 12, seeing that Oklahoma is leaving the Big 12. So how does he view this as far as the conference is concerned? This is um, it's good. Part of me wants OU to win. I'm just going to tell you that because when it's our turn and we have a chance to beat them in the final game, I don't want anybody to say anything else. I want to beat the best team. Um, mm. and, 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 and if you don't, then everyone's going to say, well, OU wasn't there or this or that. I just – if OU's the best team, they continue to be that. That's who I would want to uh, be. So it wouldn't. It doesn't. Bother, it doesn't bother me for our conference if they go ahead and win again, um, because I want to be able to say that we beat them, um, and and we're not there yet. But that's what I want. So okay. I mean, I get part of it. The other part of it is like, well, you're not there yet, right? You you were. One went away last season, and it didn't happen. So, yeah. And I love – And lost twice. And lost twice. So, I I think there's a part of me that gets what he's saying. But because I like Kenny, he did have some kind things to say about Coach. Best coach of all time, I would say. Um, I would – and she's she's doing it at a time when it's the most competitive it's ever been. Um, She's um, a trailblazer in a lot of ways. Like, she's – she is forcing other coaches – to, to to do things that they don't want, want to do. And I don't mean illegally. I mean, like, they are relentless in recruiting. Like, I mean relentless. And um, if you're not willing to be relentless, you got no shot. There's a lot of coaches who don't like it because they don't want to work. Um, she and her staff, they are relentless. And um, it never ends. It never stops. And once once you think that you've, you've like made progress and you've caught up, they've already got something else going and something else that they've thought about. And, you know, for a long time, it's like she's playing chess and everyone else is playing checkers. Well, that was, that was brilliantly said right there. And I'm glad he did. I'm glad he did couch it too and say, I'm not saying illegally. I'm saying in how they work. Correct. Yeah. And, Good for Coach Gajewski because that is the situation. And there's this implication out there that Oklahoma's doing it dirty or that it's not on the up and up, and that's not what's going on. The bottom line is Oklahoma's won a lot. People want to be part of it, and the staff works harder than your staff. The f- <laughs> you guys are on one, I guess. I, 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 this is what I've missed most about the show. 5808, who is on fire today, writes, I like to imagine off-season Kenny G on a pontoon boat. <laughs> he's doing, yeah, I'm just going to call in on a pontoon boat. I I brought up, you know, it's, it's kind of cool to see that passion for Sooner softball that a lot of these players have, right? 
brought up Jade had been committed since eighth grade. But I, I think this is fair from the 918. It's disingenuous to say Jada has been committed since eighth grade, therefore this team isn't filled with ring chasers. Maybe. But I, 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 before I get to the next point, can I counter? Everyone's played a role. I mean, I, I just – I get what you're saying, right? The the idea that they came here, Haley Lee, Alex Rockles, they could win a ring. Torres. Torres. But, I mean, if Alina Torres doesn't get that hit yesterday or that hit on Thursday, we might not – be talking about a team that's playing. Like, Alina Torres has been a key. But I get what you're saying. They came here because it's their best opportunity to get a ring. My counter would be, yeah, they've needed them to win games. So, it's not like they're just along for the ride. They're coming here and they're making a difference. You know, Haley Lee's still looking for her first World Series hit, but are they as dominant from the start of the Big 12 tournament to the start of the Women's College World Series without Haley Lee? So, I I know Strzokos, but I get what you're saying. I just feel like you say, hey, it's disingenuous. But isn't that part of the entire idea of coming to Oklahoma? You're going to be in a, in, a, in a position to win a championship? I don't know how that that can't be viewed as part of the sales pitch. Hey, and here's other point. Yet OU has a handful of transfers who are significantly contributing to this year's success. And to add OU Twitter claiming Patty needs to go pick up Nigeria. Well, that's... They did the same thing the first time Odyssey Alexander shut him down. They did the first thing when Dari Orm shut him down. I mean, that's – Fans are going to be fans. I mean, that's every sport, though, and more so in softball than any other. Let me tell you who's going to get real competitive in the NIL game. Florida State. I think they see – they have a lot of big donors in town, man. A lot. I got a chance to see their athletic director, Michael Alford, last night, catch up with him and his wife, who – we did, we did volleyball together whenever she was here in Oklahoma. She's a great broadcaster. And Laura, sorry, Laura Alford. But I am um, – I, I just I've, – I've never really understood the first response to seeing someone else doing good against you is to say, we got to go get her or we got to go get them. <laughs> but I do think it's kind of done tongue-in-cheek as well by some fans. Uh, from the 405, not to get political, but – there may be a reason people in other parts of the country don't like them, the faith, the religion. All right, that's fair. And then this from Quinn at Dan freaking pants on Twitter. Oklahoma softball is Mike Tyson and everyone else is Hurricane Peter McNeely. Do you remember that? <laughs> the quicker all these keyboard warriors accept that, the world will be a better place. Everybody hates a winner. Dan freaking pants, chapter five, verse six. Go be great, Plank. <laughs> That's tremendous. I'd like to announce that I'm transferring to XY. Go be great. You go be great. Yeah, everyone hates a winner. Go be great, Nigel. She's not going anywhere from what I've been told. We'll see. (laughs) She's not going anywhere from what I've been told. That major's undeclared, according to Twitter. How did that – can I go back to something I feel like we talked about last – or yesterday at this time? How did that 23-year-old rumor even start? And my gosh, you people are so quick to believe things. I had (laughs) – I had someone in my DMs last night that was, I can't believe you weren't more upset with the 23-year-old freshman from Stanford. I'm like, well, ma'am, she's not 23. (laughs) Well, first of all, that's (laughs) incorrect. That's not right. (laughs) 
But eh, social media is so awesome sometimes and just so the worst to the others. All right, quick break. Guys, the text line is hot. I want to hit my uh, favorite storylines from the Women's College World Series and a little bit of Patty Gasso. Plus, Lonnie Alameda talks Oklahoma Sooners after last night's Florida State win right here on The Ref. Oh, no need for a rejoin. Straight to the phones. Good morning, Sean. What's going on, man? Great to hear your voice. Well, good morning, Chris. Before I get into my rant, I, I do want to say this. Uh I want to give a big shout-out to DJ and you and Nicole. Uh, and I think we're one of the few programs that gets to hear all our games. And you guys have done fantastic this year. If I can't be in front of the TV and I'm too cheap to buy ESPN+, Plus, <laughs> it's been – I mean, I'm serious about this. For We've spent the last, what, five months uh, listening to you guys, and you guys do a fantastic job. Get Thanks, that out Sean. of the way. Thank you. Uh, oh, you really do. Now – Having said that, to the people complaining, I, I want to reiterate a point, and you can help me along the way. Okay. What What did Alex's last coach do at the end of last season? She retired. Okay. What did the Arizona State coach do at the end of last season? <laughs> she took another job. Right. She went to A and M. That's right. What did the what, and the A and M coach was Got dismissed, fired, and retired. A- Joe Evans gone. Yeah. Right. Every transfer at Oklahoma left a program that lost its coach. I th- This narrative that there's simply a bunch of people ring chasing, and I, and I would say this, if you look at how Oklahoma's built, Oklahoma is built via the high school graduate entering the program. Have they added some pieces? Yes. I mean, you, you know, G. Juarez or, you know, Alex this year. I mean, there's a litany of them, but they have. But it's been to, to shore up uh, a, a position group where you need a little depth. Unlike, you know, I mean, I'll just pick on Oklahoma State. That's a team that's built almost entirely of transfers over the last few. Not everyone, obviously. Right. But a lot of their key pieces, they're having to reload every year because they're graduating a lot of seniors. It's a different philosophy. And – Newsflash, and you've touched on this, but it bears repeating. Transfer portal rules and regulations involving every sport, but men's hoops and football have always been this way. You've always, Benny Buckles was immediately eligible for his one semester at Oklahoma. So the whole narrative that OU is going out and nefariously collecting the greatest players is simply not true. And I do – I think there is a lot to be said for they're having success, they're having sustained success over decades, and you're going to get a lot of jealousy, you know, within and without the program and the country and all this stuff. And I feel for the girl – I think you brought it up one time. Didn't one of the girls ask you, why do people not like us? Yeah, We're good it, was, it was a Jocelyn Allo quote, actually, yeah. What's people's yeah. problem with us? Yeah, well, and – um, you know, and it is what it is. People hated Switzer. You know, they you know they hated. I'm sure they hated Stoops at one point. You know, that's just comes with being successful. I understand what she's saying, though. Mm-hmm. This is a group of kids that does do it the right way. And Josh brought up a good point. You know, the staff outworks them. I mean, I've heard what uh, what amount of time they put into it and the attention to detail. You know, but hey. 
I would rather be hated and win than love than a loser. <laughs> and so embrace it, ladies. But this whole transfer thing is just ridiculous on how people are are, uh, are uh, saying that that's going about. So anyway, I had to get that off my chest. Thank you for the soapbox today. Anytime, buddy. See you, Sean. Sean. Diehard softball fan. Quick break. Come back. Put a wrap. Well, no. Hour one's over. Hour two next. We're from Patty Gasso and Lonnie Alameda right here on the Home of Sooner Fans.